Broadcasting in HD Radio. Worldwide. 24 7. 365. Mobile app powered. Giddy Loud Radio. On the show, I'll right. let you be on the show. Anyone can call to okay. the show. You need to go what somewhere. Anyone? It's not about time. And Auntie, who asked you to enter this conversation? It's a dialogue that elicits emotion, sparks a reaction, and forces you to take action. It's the what the heck went rants. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the What the Heck Ran Rants. I do this for real as always, reporting to do my duty on the microphone, and I got one question and one question only. What's that? Silly fam bok patalo, silly fam bok patalo, silly fam bok patalo, otimbo, otimbo. Urushaga, Urushaga, Silifamba Patalo, Silifamba Patalo, Silifamba Patalo, Utimbo, Utimbo, Silifamba Patalo, Silifamba Patalo, Silifamba Patalo, Utimbo, 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 Urushaga. Utimbo, 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 Utimbo. Silifamba Patalo. Silifamba Patalo. Silifamba Patalo. Utimbo, Utimbo. Silifamba Patalo. Silifamba Patalo. Silifamba Patalo. Utimbo, Utimbo. Take a moment to censor yourself and ask yourself that all-important question. How are you doing? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you glad? Are you happy to be alive? Are you thankful? Are you blessed? Welcome to another edition of the What The Heck Man Rants. It's about to be a fun time. If you're listening to the show alone, you're doing it wrong. Tell a friend to tell another friend to tell their ex-boyfriend soon to be divorced, husband, sister's wife. But the rant show is live. Ladies and gentlemen, let's have some fun tonight. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the What The Heck Man Rants on Giddy Lounge Radio. You know who this is. If you don't, let me introduce myself. I do this for real. It's always reporting to do my duty. What's happening? Um, if you're listening to the show alone, I have one piece of information for you. You are, why are you doing this to your life? Don't don't do this to yourself. Um, but yeah, you should be listening to the show with your friends, your family. Um, pour yourself a glass of wine if you need to after a long day. Relax. Let's have some fun. Let's talk. Um, and all things good to start out the week. But I am not here by myself. Um, thankfully today. Um, but. Um, you know, you might know this guy. Um, you you just might, might know, know him. him. I'm I'm not sure, but if you do, um, you know, he's like, how tall are you again? He's like six. Let me guess. He's like yeah, six so four. He's like six four, six five, something like that. He uses that attention women all over the world. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, he has gone to do his annual tour of the of the. You call it this Midwest or Southwest? 
Um, ladies and gentlemen, Dio Nintendo is back on done the show. No, done, no, done, no, What's popping? What's popping? Have been enjoying your life. Where did you go? I took a trip to Houston. It was a quick weekend. Like, uh, yeah. I went quick, there for a uh, weekend. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, wait, 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 wait. You just went to Houston for a quick weekend. Yes. Yes. You I won't know, sorry. You understand? <laughs> I just met that pretty. I'm tired. <laughs> All right, well, well, welcome back. What'd you go to Houston for? Don't answer that. Don't uh, answer that. Don't answer that. Don't answer that. <laughs> okay. I don't want you to get. I don't want you to get in trouble before somebody say I'm responsible for what happened to you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but ladies and gentlemen, we are also not by ourselves today. We have a very special guest in the show. Um, some of you see this is the thing. If you claim that you don't know who she is, it's probably because you weren't looking closely enough, because. I actually think that in everything that I've seen her like acting or you know her body of work, I think my favorite thing I've seen her in is something that she probably doesn't like because <laughs> because she because she had to cut her hair. Um, oh but, <laughs> but um, if you watch MTV Sugar, you probably fell in love with her. Some of you boys over here are probably wooing. And you know, thinking that you're in love, but you're not. Um, but our very special guest tonight is. I actually like the fact that you use your full name. Um, but yeah. would you go ahead and introduce yourself to our ladies and gentlemen listening across the world today? Hi, everybody. My name is Adevokola Elijah <laughs> Is that good enough? <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's that's perfect. You should you should. I I should actually do a a version of like if a. Uh, not black person was saying it. Um, what would it sound like? That what would it sound like if a if a white person was saying her name? If you're trying to call my name, um, imagine look, just imagine like she's at the airport, she's yeah. almost about to miss the flight, and then they're calling her name over the over the sound system. What's it gonna sound like? Adi <laughs> Bukula. <laughs> no, I've actually heard them try to call my name, and it sounds more like Adi Bukula. That's what it sounds more like. A lot of people, am I right? Well, welcome to the show tonight. Um, Before we get into, you know, uncovering your whole life story, um, there's a couple of things that I'd like to, you know, announce to folks. So, shout out to everyone that celebrated, everyone that's part of the Rance family that celebrated their birthdays over the last week. And we have another Rance wedding because one of my best friends got engaged on Saturday. So we have two weddings. We have one in December and one next, one middle of next year. So get ready. Get ready. Get your get your agudas ready. We're going to be there. You know, Yoruba angels in tow. Um, anybody that calls me a demon, God will find you. Um, but that actually brings me to a very interesting um, point that I wanted to check in and ask guys, um, ask you guys about on the show. So, I just saw a tweet somewhere um, earlier today where a girlfriend gave her boyfriend an ultimatum. They've been dating for about seven years. She's 26 and he's 30. And she says he has four months to put a ring on it or that's it. Can you force a man to propose? No, you can't force a man to propose. But... I think by the ultimatum, then she gets to know what she wants or where she stands, and she can know what she wants to do. Shouldn't she know that already? If somebody's not like in, in like 
trying to. I mean, they're not. They're yeah, still... true, but it's not easy to just walk out of a relationship of seven years. So that's probably how she's gonna prove to herself that okay, I am not needed. And maybe the guy needs a wake up call that okay, because some people don't know what they have until they've lost it. So maybe he needs a wake up call, and that's just an easy way for her, because. You know, she might walk out right now and feel like, what if I had given him four months or six months? She would never know. But now she knows. And if he doesn't do it, she knows where she stands. Mm. I want to know how she came back. She came, back, came down to four months. Like, what was the... Why, why four months? I mean... I don't know. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> that, four five, months... I guess. Four months is up to next Valentine's Day. So, <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's literally right after Valentine's Day, so maybe she has weighed the options and she's like, no, that might be a good time to... I'll collect last gift before I go. No, I don't think so. Really, after seven years, she can't be that shallow. Come on. You never know. <laughs> um. All right, well, a couple of things as well. I don't know what happened over the weekend, but all over social media, at least Twitter, there was like Igbo woman slander. You guys know that I'm the chief Igbo woman slanderer because you're about women are awesome. But um, yes, we are. Igbo women just like to stress me out. That's the only reason why we don't get along. But they seem to love Dio. I think Dio. Do, do you have do you have, do you have Igbo women in your life? Yes, actually, I do. See your mouth. See how you say I'm with confidence. <laughs> just, just. <laughs> God. I actually, I actually disagree with you. I think you both women are your bad men and like get along very well. Man. That's that's a myth. I think if you, it's, it's one of those. It's like how people think that um, attitudes towards like interracial marriages have changed, but in reality, if you look at the actual numbers, like black, yeah. black, black people marry each other more than anything. Yeah, I actually agree with you with the interracial marriage thing, but I still think you both because, well, I have a bunch of a couple of uncles that married you both women, so. I I, th- I think it's just I think when like two Yoruba people marry each other, it's like more under the radar, and people are just like, oh, okay, it happened, and they move yeah. on. But like, yeah. if it's like, oh, you know, S- Cynthia, princess, and Kunle, then it's like, oh, you know, they'll find yeah, some kind yeah, of, they'll find some, yeah, they'll find yeah. one hashtag to like, <laughs> to, to do it. Um, cool. So the other thing that came up to me, yes, I think it was yesterday. I realized that a lot of people do this thing nowadays where they post like quotes and like, is it like motivational quotes and stuff on like Instagram stories? Like, yeah. I'm talking like six, seven every day. Like, get up today is gonna be your day. You know, know your worth and add tax. That mm-hmm. kind of stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, we have a problem with that. I just, I'm just curious, please. Hello, is a question. I just want to know <laughs> that the people that are doing these things, do you actually practice this in your life, or is it oh, just? Yeah. I like this angle. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I noticed one time, right? Because one time I wanted to put up an inspirational quote on my story. And while I was typing it on my story, I realized I was talking to myself. Mm. Right? So I'd mm. heard it, but I'd heard it from a film, I think. Then typing it was a way of telling myself. Putting it out there would make me always remind myself. Because there's something about telling some, some people or telling yeah. someone or saying something out. Yeah. Then yeah. you realize if it fits into your life or not. Mm. Okay. But aside that, I don't think it's wrong putting on social media because if you have followers, right, you might as well lead them to it. But if people are following you, they're looking up to you, they're watching you do something. Yes, you might not inspire everybody, but even if it's one person, you might inspire a day. 
because you never know you might put up something like smile today or help someone and one person will get it and it should make a difference in someone's life i mean i guess when you put it like that because <laughs> i don't know i don't know if it's just the people me i follow because lately it seems like everybody has been doing assignments to put motivational <laughs> quotes online and i'm like i hope everyone is actually like you know practicing the application of it but yeah. hey you never know um if you have a uh but actually that, that point that you made was tied to something i asked someone yesterday do you feel like and you're already getting into like the weeds of like your life and, and stuff but like do you feel like sort of becoming famous and like becoming more um or rising to prominence like and exposure causes you to like lose a little bit of your kind of like freedom of speech like you can there's certain things that you normally would have said when you yeah. didn't when it didn't affect your bag then mm-hmm. now where you can't just like be like oh let me just say this thing because somebody will get upset and then yeah that is that is very true although i have friends that really don't care they say whatever they want to say and to some people that's being real but for me, I'm one of those people that just, okay, no, let me just be neutral. Let me not say anything, <laughs> right? Because some people, you feel, sometimes you feel like, okay, if people know you or if you become more prominent, then you should be able to say some things, right? Because people listen to you. Mm-hmm. But in retrospect, it's the other way around. Because that way, people will bash you, especially people that don't agree with you. And you might have fans that don't agree and they will bash you or some might even hate you, right? But I don't know. I've come to learn that there, there is no structured right way or structured wrong way in this life, mm. right? Whatever works for you. So I've, for me, keeping quiet or staying neutral works for me, except someone asks for my opinion. That's when I give it. Have you ever, has there ever been a time where you were in PC and you had got some backlash? No. Nope. Okay. No, because I've always tried to stay neutral so far. <laughs> So, all right, fine. <laughs> well, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, someone like me, Shai, I feel like I, I had that trouble with right? because I would just say what I'm picking. Or, well, I drop my own subs in a, in a nicer way when I want to say something. Like, I, I'd write a, I write a full blog post about something and, like, I drop my gems inside. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's part of a bigger body. Hopefully, somebody doesn't screenshot something I've said and sends it to someone. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Well, you know, starting out the week, it's Monday. Um, hopefully, you guys had a great start to your week. Um, I wanted to ask, the checking question I wanted to ask is, do people actually celebrate Halloween? Like, I know a few people that I followed, like, over the weekend, Saturday and Saturday mostly, people, like, dressed up to go to parties and stuff like that. But, like, Dio, do you celebrate, Dio Bukala, do you guys celebrate Halloween? Um, I've I personally do not, you know, where do I celebrate? Like, go to parties? I go to parties. I no, I'm like, do you dress but, up? Do you go, like, if you had kids, would you, like, take them out trick-or-treating? Or, like, would you just be like, see that ass out of the lights? <laughs> I don't know about trick-or-treating. I don't know about that. I wouldn't do that. But I definitely dress up. You know, maybe, like I said, I could dress up personally. I'll dress up and go to a party. But I don't know if I'm going to let my kids go out and trick-or-treat. Like, dress up in a but, costume? Yeah, if I got yeah a good enough costume, I'll do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because how about you? I in my culture, there's nothing that means that. 
there's nothing like Halloween, bruh. If you dress up anyhow in Nigeria or you dress up scary, they will pray for you. They will tie you down and cast and bind the evil spirit out of you. That's how Nigeria is. We don't know what Halloween is. So, no, I don't. I mean, it will be cool to um, maybe see how it's done. Because to be honest, this is my first time during Halloween period, coming to America during Halloween period. So, I'm just saying and it seems pretty cool. Just a couple of people hanging play, out. Play, 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 play. There's nothing cool about dressing like demons and, and witches, witches and wizards. What demons? Okay, okay. What about, what about Kylie dressed as a butterfly? Is that demonic? See, is is some people, they, they get away with that, right? But, like, you have... I, I remember when I was... Part of the reason why I don't celebrate it is my mom. And, like, and, and of course, a Nigerian mom raising kids in America. You can imagine how that was going to go. And she was like, it's, going, it's hallelujah night. We're going to church on... on you know, <laughs> <laughs> and she was like you know you cannot come here people are over here you never know what they are doing they might be worshipping the devil you know you gotta yeah. dress up like spirits who do you believe in ghosts who dresses up like ghosts and, and, and I don't know maybe you just stuck but it's also like yeah. maybe I'm just as I get older I'm just lazy I don't feel like going out of the house yeah. I gotta well, like think of the costume enough. and stuff and anybody got time for that yeah, funny enough, you mentioned Nigerian stuff, but because I actually saw that they were celebrating throwing Halloween parties in Nigeria. Yes, I noticed that last year. They did that last year. I think, you know how sometimes we try to just have fun in Nigeria and just bring yeah. things down there and yeah. try to feel like, yes, we know what we're talking about. But yeah. it's not Halloween, Halloween, because people it's don't even wear costumes. Exactly, yeah. it's just party. Just, you know, another reason. You know how we Nigerians love to party. Yeah. So it's just another reason to party, throw a party yeah. again. Yeah. So, yeah, there yeah. wasn't any wedding that weekend or something. There, was, there wasn't now? any wedding or any Is it even possible for a weekend to come and there's no <laughs> there's wedding? There's no wedding out there. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the that's that's Nigerians' um, mentality. Is we always find reason. You know, Nigerians will tell you that they bought car, they celebrate. They drove the car for a year. They celebrate that they drove yeah, that same car. For. <laughs> we we always have to find a way to party. But if you think about it, how? How else? What what else will keep us going in Nigeria? Like the entertainment, the fun that we're having, I think it even helps us to wake up every day and have hope in Nigeria. I like That's that you true. say that, but don't you think it, it's also a distraction from what's really going on in the country? Because a lot no, of people... Because at the end of the day, after the party, you wake up and still face it. We know what's going on. It's just a way to distract us from the... Because to be honest, if there was nothing like that, we would not even... I feel like we won't even be motivated to do anything. A lot of people will be depressed, yeah. right? The fun that we have or the parties that we do is just it's to keep our spirits lit. Do you get, well, for me, that's what I, that's what I think, sir. Uh, actually, I, 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 I'm with that. I'm with that. I think it's the. I think if it's like die, if it's like if it's as bad as like you know how like they say people don't have anything like some people don't have like let's use african-americans for example or black people in america where like they don't have enough stuff so they go and buy like they go and spend stuff in debt to like make more of what they want like you don't have money but you like max out your credit card to take your kids to disneyland which is like a great experience for them but like you as the parent you're like in a cycle of debt now but like if that's what we were doing that would be a different scenario but i feel like people just need like they need a detachment from Somebody wrote something the other day and was talking about how they've lived in Lagos for 34 years and how, like, there's floods everywhere, you know, the health is not good, there's tankers on the freeway for, like, the last year, and, like, it just feels like like anything that's supposed to help you be successful is stifling people, 
and like oh. people are just like look i cannot come and keep myself <laughs> like if i keep myself let me go and eat jollof rice at this person's party and then you know tomorrow, monday we worry about the one monday we bring in yeah so mm. you know it makes sense i feel it i, I feel like i feel like people should just continue to find the light in whatever way they can, they can exactly. find it so um all right well we're going to take a very quick break and then when we come back the lines are going to be open you guys will be able to call us and and talk to our guest today while we get to know her and talk to her a little bit more um if you have any questions that you want to ask that you can't or you don't want to call in um i don't know why you would not want to um use the curious cat link um to send it in anonymously also i wanted to um announce that at towards the end of this show we're going to be announcing the winners of our um, new line um, of clothing giveaway. So for everyone that went on Instagram that followed us, if you'd like to still be part of it, you can um, go on Instagram, follow us at the Rant Show, like the post, comment, follow the rules. Shot basically is what I'm trying to say, and um, you might just be a winner. You and your friend—that's the cool thing. Because today we're just not giving out to you know individuals. We're gonna make sure you and your friend look good in style as well. Yeah, so sit tight. Don't go nowhere. It's the Rant Show. It's getting on the radio. Your life, your music. I just also want to warn you that if you go anywhere, I will find you. And that's <laughs> and, and you don't want that kind of situation. Um, but we'll be right back. When I'm through with you. Oh, when I'm through with you. Oh, my God. You will see. You definitely heard him. If you listen to the show alone, you're doing it wrong. Tell a friend to tell another friend. You listen to the Rant Show on getting on the radio. Your life, your music. <laughs> Uh, I don't see your type before uh, Nobody say you like the boy But you could hide the boy, yeah Long as there be cash and girlfriend Okay, yeah Who's that girl or who's that girl or Do it to the wine, got me asking Who's that girl or who's that girl or I don't know you, but I feel Die for your mother, die for your mother I don't know you, but I did Grace for a wish, grace for a wish, though Ay. I don't show so much emotion, ayy I just wanna go with the motion, ayy I know I'ma spend all my cash, ayy But I know you worth all the action, ayy And I know you gon' leave me Live a young brother hanging, ayy I've been played, I've been played, ayy But not today Oh, bad girl, you a slayer, slayer Bad boy, where I be self, I be player, player. Eh. When I play, I meet the player, player. Eh. We go enter, I should go through, eh. Cause I do ball like my ride, don't know, don't know. But I don't be saying, somebody go play somebody, oh. Mm, yeah, yeah. Somebody go play somebody, oh. Today, not today. Somebody go play somebody, oh.
I have to say is, if the rant show is live and you're not listening, give me a hand up in my donuts. This is Giddy Lounge Radio. Giddy Lounge Radio. 24-7-365. Mobile app pop. This is Giddy Lounge Radio. 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 All I have to say is, if the rant show is live and you're not listening, give me a hand up in my donuts. This is Giddy Lounge Radio. This is Giddy Lounge Radio. 24-7-365. Mobile app powered. And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We're close to the break. To Play by Bad Boy. No, by Black Boy. Off the Bad Boy Black album. And also this is the dance floor by Abusey, the Indian of the Red Album. If you haven't talked to any of those people, Baby, gentle, love. Give me peace and love. If I don't need that. Dio still over there somewhere, probably being a hoe. But you know, um, well, I don't know. See, you know, you don't even deny it. Ah, uh, you can't deny it, man. You gotta own your shit. Own your shit. <laughs> <laughs> See your life outside. Um, but but we're back. Um, and you know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get to know our guests a little bit. All right, so let's start with this, right? Mm-hmm. Dio had this question for you earlier. Um, but I'll come back to the whole secondary body and house thing. Um, but if you look at your journey so far, like if you anywhere to like describe yourself to someone, let's let's assume that you got on a plane, you sat down, and somebody asked you right quick, "Hey, what do you do for a living?" What would you say? I'm an actress. And how did you how did you get into acting? Um. Usually, every time someone asks it, the first thing I say is, it's a really long story, so get ready. I got time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, how, okay, there are two different questions, right? There's how I got into acting, and there's how I knew I wanted to start acting. Oh. But you're asking me how I got into acting, right? I actually want to know both now, so just work, <laughs> work them in together. Okay. Let me work them let me work from backwards. So how I got into acting, I guess I go for every auditions that I heard about. No, in 2015, I was in Abuja doing my NYC. And then I saw this post about um, MTV Sugar auditions that you're supposed to send. We're doing a picture casting then. So as you're supposed to send a picture. Then they would shortlist you and get back to you if you can go for an audition or not. So I sent a picture, natural, they said a natural looking picture. So I sent it and... I got shortlisted. Then they emailed me and told me to come for a closed audition in Lagos. So I had to fly to Lagos. 
the difference between there's open auditions and there's closed auditions. Mm-hmm. Open auditions mm-hmm. is not limited to anybody. Everybody can come. You, you just come, read for any role. But closed auditions, they have specific roles for specific people and different times for different people. So it's not like you'll go there at 6 a.m. and audition 4 p.m. No, this is really timed and very structured. So I went for the closed audition. I messed up. Not with my acting, though. It was... So I feel like I've always had the talent, right? I feel like I've... Although I've grown from when I started, but I had the talent then. So I knew my acting was all right. But before I left Abuja, I asked my friends, because they sent me the character Bible. They told me that the character I'm reading for is a 15-year-old girl that is naive. So I spoke to my friends, because I was now... Conf- I've gotten all my lines. My only issue was how to dress there. So I asked my friends that I'm not into acting by any chance, but I had to ask someone. I was Googling. I was trying to read up on it, but my friends were like, okay, because I asked them, how will I dress? How should I go there? They were like... I was like, should I go without makeup? Since I'm 15, should I go without makeup? My, I think I was on low cut then or not. No, I wasn't on low cuts, but I had, I was wearing wigs, so I had my natural hair on. So I was like, should I just brush my hair and go there looking cute and 15? They're like, no, why would you do that? You have to go there and leave a statement. So wear this, wear that, do proper makeup. Wear, I had this very big dramatic wig, so they told me to wear that. So I was like, okay, cool. I bought the idea, then I went there. I wore like I wore heels. I put a lot of clothes on just to look really nice. I put makeup on. I wore wig. Then I got there and I saw another girl. She was looking natural, so I decided to wipe my lipstick off at least just to look a little bit toned down. And I went and I did my audition. On getting out, a lady followed me and told me, "Just so you know, you're not getting the role." Right? Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> I hated that woman so much from that day. I was like, oh, "Please," I was young then. I was like, answer please. She said, no, you're not begging me. Don't beg me. Because how would... I was like, why? She said, I sent you the character Bible for a reason. You saw that the character you're reading for is 15 and she's naive. How can you come looking like a 26-year-old girl? So I was like, oh, wow, that makes a lot of sense. I told my mom, mom, I was like, it's true that she would have won school uniform. She would have made mm. cornrows on my hair. You know, everybody was like, it's true. And I'm like, really? I asked you guys before I went there, <laughs> you know? And then they were like, but I should not mind them. That who is the woman still? That is she the producer? Maybe she has a person that she just hates it. You know, they're trying to give me hope and everything. Then I started saying, I didn't hear from them. And I started saying um, the audition notice for open auditions, not closed anymore. So I reached out to them and I was like, okay, um, can I come for the open auditions? I went for closed audition, but I haven't heard from them. Can I just come? And I'd, I'd gone back to Abuja. So the person behind the social media page was like, yeah, sure, that I should come. So I flew back to Lagos again, went for the open auditions. I left my house by like 5. I got there by like 5.30-ish. And I was number 37 or 27. At 5.30 a.m., there were, 20, there were 26 people before me. Wow. I was shocked. Like, yeah, I'm like, don't you guys sleep? <laughs> and at the end of the day, there were like over 1,000 people at the audition. So I ended up auditioning and I left. Then out of 1,000 people, they shortlisted eight people. Only eight people. Out of those eight people, they'll put, they'll upload their auditions online. Then you get your people to vote for you. Out of those eight people, they'll choose four people. Then those four people will come on the show. So I had to solicit for votes, got my family, my friends, everybody to vote for me. Then I ended up with the highest votes, right? 
And I was so excited. I, I'd gone back to Abuja again. I was so excited. You know, I was like, yes, I finally, you know. Then I thought I was going to have a lead role. I was telling all my friends, like, yes, we're blown. Everybody was so happy. Because <laughs> they knew I had the highest vote because we were watching the scores. So everybody was so excited for me. Then I got the call that, oh, congratulations, blah, blah. Can you, can you come to the um, office on Monday? No, tomorrow, rather. I was like, I'm in Abuja, that I can't come tomorrow, that I'll come on Monday. I'll take first flight and what, what, whatnot. And then she was like, I had, she said there was a fuss about it, but eventually she said, cool. So I got to the venue on Monday. And I saw, okay, so out of the four people, there were, it was two girls and two boys. So I saw the second girl, and that girl had the third vote, the third highest vote, right? Mm. And then she was like, oh, that she knows that, that I had the highest vote, but that she she's playing girl two. That maybe they'll give me girl one. In my mind, I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I'm the one with the highest vote. I'm, I'm definitely, I definitely am playing a lead role, you know? But I just kept it in my mind. I was laughing in my head. And then a lady comes downstairs and then she's like, oh, who am I? I'm like, okay, yeah, I got the highest vote. She's like, okay, cool. You're playing girl one. I was so mad. Wow. I, I wanted to leave because I felt very, I was like, I, I came to Lagos. I flew back and forth. How can you tell me I'm playing girl one? I called my dad. I called my sister. I was crying. They were like, I should just stay. Because I felt kind of, so I know some people will call it pride. But to me, it wasn't pride. I was like, I, won't, I don't want to play an extra. I mean, you knew what you were worth, Exactly, but at that time, that was my first job, so I had no experience, nothing. So it wasn't bad, but to me, I felt like I was more than that. Then my only line—I got this script. My only line was my sister Nawa. Finish, oh. <laughs> I'm telling you, I was even the girl, the girl that had the third highest vote, right? She had more lines than me. Mm. I was so depressed, and then I went back. I did that. My dad was like, "Okay, I should just stay." That at least it would pay for my flight to go back to Abuja. So I say that I did it and I left. I was I hated I, I I hated everything about it. I didn't want to do anything anymore. But it was cool that passed. Then I moved back to Lagos ending of twenty fifteen. Then I started going for every audition. I went for every single audition I heard about. Some were bad. Some experiences were bad. Some experiences were really good. But after like three months of going back and forth, I got very frustrated because then you go very early in the morning, you stay there all day, you probably wouldn't even get to audition. They'll say they'll get up to you, they wouldn't. So just it was it was a lot of hustle. So ending of that year, I decided to just take a break. I knew I wasn't gonna quit because I had done a lot of things. I had done a corporate job too, IT and NYC, but acting there was nothing. Acting made me feel different right the kind of rush and feeling of accomplishment i got from acting i didn't get it from doing any other kind of job and i was at a very i was different two different good companies that paid me very well but i was all about happiness and fulfillment blah 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 so i I knew i wasn't going to quit but i needed a break then my next job i got on this is it series i don't know if you've watched that Mm -hmm. but that was also really good yeah so i was on that and from there I started getting small, small jobs. Some jobs I did for free. Some jobs, 5K, 10K. But wow. I didn't mind. Yeah, it was it was war. I didn't mind. And I think maybe if I was a guy, I would have minded a lot more. But I was a girl. I was living under my mother's roof. So everything was kind of, you know, it was easy for me to collect 5,000 naira. 
you know, or 10,000 naira. But if I was alone at that time, it wouldn't have been easy. I would have probably had to do a nine to five because right. I would have had to make ends meet. Yeah. But eventually, it got better. It got good. People were getting to know my face. Then Sugar came. The next season came. And when I was invited for the audition, right, I didn't want to tell them that I was on the previous Sugar. Because to me, I felt like that would that would make them not cast me. Because then they're going to be like, they already established my character. So they can't bring me back. Right. right? And something, that told me something, right, about how how you can never lean on your own understanding in this life. Because what I was so sure was going to make them not cast me was the final judging point they made to cast me. Because at the end of the day, when I went for auditions back and forth, the uh, the producer reached out to me and was like, why didn't you tell me you were on the previous season of Sugar? And in my head, I was scared to death. I was like, okay, so now I'm like, I can't be on this new one. And then it was like, you should have told me this would have been sorted out since. And I was like, oh, wow. Look at my limited thinking as a human being, you know. And then I got cast. And sugar, to be honest, getting cast on Sugar taught me a whole lot of things about life, about patience, about trusting the process, about trusting God, you know, about favor, about a lot of things. Because all the things that I got, I don't think I got it by myself. Do you get? And mm. from then, I've been really patient. There's sometimes I don't get jobs that I really, really want. But I didn't cry anymore. I'm not upset anymore or frustrated. Instead, I smile. I'm like, okay, cool. Then this job wasn't for me. I'll be happy for the other person that got it. But I know there are a lot more coming for me. There's so many things that can happen in this life. Some are for me. Some aren't. So it's fine if I don't get some things. And it's fine if I do. Right? So, so far, when I started acting, um, I've learned a lot. I've grown. Not only in my career. I've learned a lot about life. I've learned a lot about trusting God, trusting process, patience, and everything. So yeah, I don't know if I answered your question. I think you did. I, I think you I did, and I think you did answer some because for a lot of people, I mean, one of the two things stood out to me in um, sort of your answer was the first was like kind of like knowing your like knowing your worth, but also knowing how to stand for what you believe in because, yeah. um, and not in like the traditional sense of like your values or whatever but like more like your value for yourself because mm-hmm. very easily you could have just been like well you know this is my first my first situation let me do this and let me just oh like yeah and then you also had the flip side where you could have allowed like your pride to just like get in the way get in the yeah. way um but then i think the third thing actually that just came to me as i was talking was how much work goes behind the scenes that people don't realize um like yeah. how much like it takes to and i think i don't i think people that are close to like entertainment and like stuff like that can can see how, i guess the best way to think about it is like when you're in um like when you're in the choir right at, at church like when you're practicing a song to sing like you don't realize that the artist might have written the song three months might have gone by while they perfected the exactly. lyrics they were in the studio with the you know for 22 hours with the producer before it sounded right, and then your choir director wants you to practice the song in 30 minutes to go and sing, and you're like, uh, yeah, you just did that. yeah. So I think like I think for a lot of people like there's the there's the glam and there's like the output. The mm-hmm. People glorify the output a lot because they don't never they don't get to see the the grind that gets you to it mm-hmm. in the first place. Um, 
Yeah, like I mean, props to you for like sticking sticking it out and you know sticking with what you believe in. Um, the qu- the other question I have for you now is like when Sugar ended, what was like your life like? Kind of like, did you feel like things changed? Was it better? Was it different? Like, yeah, things changed for the better for me. I started getting more jobs. Right, I mm-hmm. got a lot of people that figured, oh yeah, she's a good actress. Let's put her on her on my show. You know, sometimes I didn't even go for auditions. I started getting more closed auditions. You know, and aside from my career, I felt lifted, elevated as a person because I have people who follow me, reaching out to me, telling me how much I inspire them. Like I'm like, wow, I didn't even do anything. You get, and people are like looking up to me and telling me, Oh my god, I love you so much, you know. And I'm like, Wow, okay, thank you. And do you know that they don't even know that they're the ones inspiring me because they reach out to me every day telling me how much I'm inspiring them? That inspires me, yeah. You get me, so every day it's like I'm, I'm thankful that I have a reason to wake up every day and do something that I love, like loving what I do really isn't the only thing that gets me up. It's, it's, it's a good thing. It's a major thing having to wake up or, you know, loving, doing what you do is the reason why you wake up or you're happy. But aside from that, doing it for people and them having to tell me every day is another reason. So, yeah, my life has been really great. That's good. That's good. Um, so, Dio, you brought up that point earlier. Um <laughs> right before the show started so like walk us through like you talked about you're doing nyc but like where did you grow up where did you go to school how was that like how was your how was growing up like i have a feeling i know where you're getting at but it's cool. i did not say anything it's no. cool. I know where saying. you're getting at, but i would allow you have it <laughs> <laughs> well i went to um wait what primary school did i go to i went to berlina nigerian primary oh, school cool. Then secondary school, I went to three different secondary schools. I went to Babcock High School in GS1. They, my parents put me in a hostel. I couldn't deal. I was always falling sick. I was always crying. At some point, I even wrote a suicide letter. Oh, you're one of those. Oh. Yeah, one of those. Do you know that I did not write my name, right? And everybody somehow knew I was the one. Because we're doing this crusade thing. And then the pastor who was preaching. So at the end of every time, every time a pastor preaches, you will write your prayer request or something like that, or Thanksgiving or um testimony. So I, my prayer request was a suicidal letter instead. It wasn't really a suicide. I was telling the guy to pray for me. That's what I wrote. So he made it something like it was a suicidal letter. I then said, okay, I don't know what's wrong with me, that I feel like killing myself, blah, 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 blah. And the guy read my letter. That wasn't part of the plan. He's not supposed to read the letter. He's just supposed to pray on every letter. He just brought out my own letter. I said, okay, he knows he's not supposed to read, but he just wants whoever wrote this letter to come and meet him so he can pray for the person. He now read everything I wrote. All of a sudden, everybody started turning to me because apparently I was the only person that used to cry so hard anytime my parents bring me to school. And my sister looked at me. My guardian came to meet me. Why did I? I was like, it's not me. I was not trying to follow everybody to laugh, right? <laughs> I was trying to follow everybody to laugh. Like you know when you know when you fart, right? And everybody's coming. Hmm, who did that? And then you two now join them, and you're like, oh my god, who did that? So I joined everybody to laugh, but everybody knew I was the one. Then they called my mom, they called my dad, but still they didn't take me out of boarding school 
until the hostel got burnt. So today, some people think that it was my prayer request. I didn't pray for the hostel to get burnt. I didn't even know that that was going to happen. But then it happened, and then my parents took me out of the school. Then just to just three, I became a day student. Then SS1 to SS3, just to just three, I was in Caleb International College, the one in Lekki. Mm-hmm. Then SS1 to SS3, they moved me to Magodo and forced me to be a border. So I went back to boarding school. I started crying again at my age. I started crying again. I tried to kill myself several times. But eventually, I got used to it. You know, I didn't cry the last term of my third term. SS3, I didn't cry when they dropped me off. Maybe because I knew I was done. Then, funny enough, graduating, when I was graduating secondary school and I was leaving hostel, finally, I cried my eyes out because I was going to leave my friends. I think I even had mm-hmm. pictures somewhere. I cried and cried. Then, finally, I went to uni where I know <laughs> that you're trying to get a story from. I know this is where you're guessing that I know. I went to Covenant University. Thank you very much. I am proud of the school. <laughs> I don't know why anybody went to that glorified secondary school, but please, all of you that are listening right now, what is the impression that you have of Covenant University? And, and don't get me wrong, like I think, I think they academically and professionally, like they ready you for the rest of the world or for the real world, but I think like. For four years, they basically socially stunt you guys. And, like, I feel like that's part of the challenge. Yeah. That's the part that, like, is, like, tricky for me. But, you know, I, I think great people come. I know I know, so, I, I know particularly two really, really cool people that I know in my life that went to Covenant. So I give you a pass because of that. Because, like, you know, you guys seem to yeah, have turned so out many, well. You know, Simi went to Covenant. Simi. The artist. I could. Like I that. probably could have predicted that one, but <laughs> we are plenty like that. But then I have to correct you, though. Covenant doesn't, and I don't mean this in a bad way. It doesn't prepare you for real life. Mm. You come out. You come out of school. You graduate, and you realize real life is completely different. Because in school, as much as yes, you know, a lot of people hate the school. It is structured as opposed to Nigeria or living in Lagos. There's really nothing, maybe in my career, Sha, but coming out of school, I figured that um, real life isn't that structured. You have to do every, you have to wake up yourself. There's nobody that's going to scream your name or come to your room for you to go for service. You're on your own. But in school, everything is pretty much set for you. There's, they set time for you already. They've done this for you already. So all you just have to do is abide by the rules and be a good student. But in real life, I came out of school and I'm like, oh God, it was so hard. Like, I, I have to look left and right before I cross the road. I didn't have to do that in school. Do you get me? Mm-hmm. I, have to, I have to know the time I have to wake up by myself. I have to create things for myself. I have to live by myself. Nobody's watching me. Nobody's guiding me. As opposed to going to a federal school, as opposed to going to Unilag or OAU, you're on your own, even in school. Nobody cares about you. Nobody's trying to set anything for you. So, yeah, you come out of Covenant University and you're on your own. You have to start learning how to live in real life all over again. So, so I mean, that's that's really fair. And, like, that's really true. But, like, let's dial back to you 
crying in secondary school oh, in Burton House. Let's be let I see. I always want to know what drove certain people because I'm not going to sit here and lie. When I was in boarding school, at least from GS3 to SS3, my parents were out of the country, so I lived. I spent basically every single time that I was supposed to be in school, I was in school. I didn't get any chances to like go home, and if I did, I was at my uncle's house or my aunt's house. So I was like, my own was double. It was like during the holidays, I actually didn't see my family, and there was this was not the era of FaceTime, and yeah. it was like I had to wait for a call every like Sunday or like every other Sunday at a certain time, and if I didn't like if I missed that time, let's say one night I slept off, and like yeah. they called, and my auntie didn't wake me up, or she woke me up, and I said, and I guess I didn't like wake up fast enough, and my parents, back then my mom used to buy two dollar calling card. That it was crashed to call me so like i understand like feeling like you know boarding house can be can can make you feel it can make you feel hopeless in some ways um because yeah. you're like really really away from like everyone that you love um but like do you feel like it made you tougher as a woman or as a person like what no to be honest <laughs> i don't think it made me anyway if i was a desert i would have still been who i want to be because most of the things I left, I left it in. Because I, I still cried until my final year in secondary school. I still cried. <laughs> so it didn't make me tougher. I, I still went home after school. I still want, I didn't want to go to, I, when I was in uni, the only reason why, I was the one that wanted to go to Covenant, by the way. My friends enforced me there. But the only reason why I didn't want to go to Covenant was because I was going to be away from home. Mm. So it was oh. uni that made me tougher. Not secondary. Did you feel like was it because like you do you feel like you were alone? Like do you have you have siblings? you have siblings? Yeah, I do. How many siblings do you have? I have um two. I have an older sister and a younger brother. Both uh, of them never cried, but I was the only crybaby in my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you had middle child syndrome or something. That... I did. No, I was the last born for a very long time. Because mm. my brother came like eight years after me. So I was the last born for a really long time. I guess, I guess yeah that, that could that could change things. That would make you. That would, I I'm giving you more of a pass now, basically. Well, yes, but I never wanted to be away from home. There are some people that are naturally like that. It doesn't mean anything. There are just some people that don't want to be away from home. And the fact, to be honest, before I got into boarding school, I really wanted to go because my sister was in one, and I would love how. When she's going to school, my mom will buy provisions. She'll have everything that I always really want. And she'll be packing for school. I was always jealous. I was really looking forward to going to um, boarding school. So the first time they dropped me in school, I did not cry. But the school I went to was really mean. Like, seniors will beat you. You have to wake up and scrub toilets or scrub the floor and wake up at around 5 a.m. to go for fellowship and it will be so cold and you have to have your bath with cold water and there is no hot water. So it was really, it was kind of like a drastic transition for me. Let me tell you what happened on my first day. On my first day, I, I got dropped off and my parents, it was, I remember it was in front of the school gate and my parents said, I remember this exact line, my mom was in the passenger seat. Remember the son of who you are? Da, da, da. we'll come and see you at the first visiting day which was like a month and a half away from that day and i remember like yeah. thinking to myself the whole the, the, let's be clear like the whole start to finish of me going to boarding school was like three weeks like i i finished 
holiday my parents said we're going you're going this is where you're going you're transferring schools to here and this is when you're starting and that was it like it wasn't even a negotiation it wasn't a discussion that was just it was done so i remember when we, we pulled up the whole drive there i was like these people hate me like <laughs> i hate these people um but we got there i got out and you know i, I finally like on my way they finally like clicked to me and i was like oh you know maybe like maybe this is not going to be so as bad and as soon as they dropped me off and we were walking i walked into the to the to our hostel two people punished me they told me to kneel down and i would come to at that time it was like in the, it was early evening and people were coming dropping their kids off everybody was resuming now so i i didn't even like i was like how oh, what kind of life is this first day like, you know, I'm already getting point. I didn't even do anything. I hadn't done anything. I was like, oh, what have I done? Me, I was trying to, like, be innocuous and, like, stay in my own corner. Yeah. Come to find out, those people were my juniors. The, boy, <laughs> the boys that punished me <laughs> were my fucking juniors. Are you serious? Oh, God, I made their life miserable. Ah, uh, I made their life miserable for the rest of my time in that school. Any, any chance I got... Ah, God. I was going to not have it. They didn't even know because they punished me at the front of the hostel. Not only was I their senior, we were now in the same house together. So every chance I had to like... <laughs> I was like, I need someone to fetch water. I'm going to find those boys. No, they're like, oh, we can't find them. Wait till you find them because those are the people they were going to use. <laughs> Man. But, you know, I had... <laughs> I think um, I always I, I always used to say that story to people because... But I think it was also because I looked really, I looked a lot younger than I, and I was also young, I was just younger than I, I was. I was a senior, but I think I we were about the same age. Um, because when I, when I was in, when I was graduating, I was the youngest, one of the youngest in my set. So some of the kids in the set, in like SS2 at that time were like either my age or older than me as well. So I think like it just, it just made for a cool story going through school. Um, and like, I think boarding school made me tougher for sure and like well not yeah maybe not tougher alone but like more like able to like manage my life away from other people like the whole like i make my bed every day now i like i have to iron all my clothes which is you know people are probably laughing right now because people anybody that comes to visit me knows that they hate <laughs> that i have to like iron everything i'm like very i'm very good at managing my money or managing like my time so i think like stuff like that made me better but like yeah my kids are going to boarding school shower when it's time. As it's just, if you like cry, if you cry like because that's your business, I, I'm not removing you. You are, you are going to be there, and you will feel the you will feel the you feel the pain. That's I feel. Mean. What's mean about it? That's really mean. <laughs> I'm pretty, see. I'm pretty. Sure, Dad, did you go? Dad, did you go? Did you go to boarding school? Yeah, I only went to boarding school my last year in secondary school. Do you, so would you send your kids to boarding school? Uh, I don't know. Ah, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like. It's supposed to be. I supposed to continue the, the legacy. Um, uh, no, I, I can't like the legacy of stuff I had. No. Well, also, okay. Let me clarify. It also like depends on like where you went to school, right? Yeah. Because when I, if you ask me, when I was in Mayflower before I transferred to the school that I finished at Redeemers, like I would have said no. I wouldn't send my kids to boarding school because Mayflower was like at the time was cutthroat um but like now like some of the schools are like really good you know and i would 
yeah i just do you know how much you can get done when like somebody else is babysitting your kid like Imagine, can you imagine what you're saying? Yeah, you have nine months out of the year. Are they dressed the ones that brought us to life? Nine months out of the year, that's somebody else, that's somebody else's responsibility. Ah, God, please (laughs) come and see me and my my wife will be traveling around the world. They'll be like, Oh, your children, ah, no, 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 they don't need me. It's okay. I might see, thank God, my parents live in Nigeria too, so they can, like, your grandparents can take care of me. Oh man! All right, so because let's talk about let's talk about you. Aside from like, let's talk about you now. Um, yeah. you know your face is out there. You're you know you're working. You're building your career. You know, yeah. I I personally believe that from the body of work that you're building for yourself, you're only going to go on from strength to strength. But let's talk about like the things that you do for fun. So a lot of people don't know this, but you are currently in the states for a period of time. Um, but aside from like traveling, like what do you do for fun? Um, well, thank God you said aside from traveling. To be honest, when anybody asks me that question, right? I always somehow saying acting. I know, I know we still work, but that's the best thing. Cause since I've come here, I've missed working. I've missed in front of a, ca- I've missed being in front of a camera and having to run lines and blah blah blah. But aside that, um, singing. It's not like I have a great voice, but I like to sing to myself, especially Simi's album. Mm, that's um, a good album. Yes, it's oh my god, I love it so much. Then um, I love sleeping. I like to sleep <laughs> a lot. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that can relate. What? I'm pretty sure a lot of women that are listening right now can relate. So sleeping? No, do you know there are a lot of people that like to go out? Uh, maybe some I people ju- think I do like to go out. Actually, maybe it's the people I know, but I know a lot of people that like the top things. Top two things that I know w- women in my, in my life like to do is eat and sleep. Oh God! Like sleep it's like food is that. I was actually, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was actually about to ask. I was going to ask this at the beginning of the show, like, why do women like food so much? Okay, so let me tell you right. This might be odd, but for me, the reason why I like food is the concept behind it. It's just, it's not boring. There's some things you can do a lot and get tired of it, but eating, you can never get tired What do you mean you can't get tired of eating? Let me explain the concept, right? You put your hand down to get your spoon. Use your spoon to take the food from the plate. No, wait, I know it's going to sound funny, but it really is. Because like, I, I, I have to think to myself as to why I like food so much. Because I know, I don't think it's the food that I like like that. It's the idea behind the food. Mm. That's why you see people eating and watching films. Some people can't even watch a movie or do anything without eating. Because it's really not the food. It's the idea, the concept of the food. If Did you, you say it's therapeutic? Yeah, you might not understand. Just try it. You know what? When next you're eating, think about what I'm saying. As you're putting the food in your mouth, just think of the think of how it's going. And start to think of how does this work? Like why am I automatically putting my hand down and grabbing my spoon and lifting it up and putting it in my mouth? This is the weirdest shit that I've heard in a long time. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> you know what? You know what? It's going to be weird until you try it. Just try it out. So now when you're eating, try think about it. You will see what I'm saying. It's the concept, the idea beneath 
eating, not the food itself that people like. It, it does sound weird to me, but I, I think I can, I get your drift a little you bit. Do. Like, yeah, like I mean, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna compare it to something that uh, I'm gonna compare it to smoking cigarettes. Uh, cigarette smokers, I've talked to some cigarettes. Yeah, before, and they say they don't. Nobody likes cigarettes per se. It's just the act of like lifting your hand and putting something to your mouth and just, you know, just smoking. The act of smoking is, I don't know. They say it's therapeutic or something, or it, it's like, it's like they're meditating or, or something like that. It just makes them feel good. So. Maybe if you like eating enough, like you, at some point you start to enjoy the act of eating. I feel like, or maybe if the, if that's where you're going with it. I, I, okay, I, I just yeah. need, I just need to get this like in my head because this shit don't make no sense. Um, it's not the actual taste of the food. Yes. It's not the it's not the satisfaction of your stomach being full or your body being fed. Is the process of spoon to mouth that is thank you yes I've let another one today because for (laughs) you try it I'm telling you to try it when you're eating because I I, you know I had to think why I like food (laughs) I had to think then I figured out it wasn't it's not the food I like it's the idea that's why ask anybody why do you like some people can't watch a movie without eating Okay. So people can't eat without watching something. So they, you're like, what are you waiting for? They're waiting for something to come on. It's the idea. Okay, so 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 those of you that are listening right now, for everyone listening right now and podcast gang, um, that are gonna be listening to this later tonight or tomorrow, um, can you just use the hashtag the ranch show and let us know what is it that you like about food? Because me, yeah, I just thought it's like me, yeah, I thought for some people I was like for some people, I think it's like, oh, going to a new restaurant is that cool? Going out of your house. You see, that's also an idea behind eating. That's also an idea. That's also because it's not the food. Some people used to go out and eat. It really isn't about the food. So it's, it's the idea behind eating. Huh. Okay, so what is your go-to dish then? Let's talk about that. What's your favorite Pasta. thing to eat? Oh. Pasta. I, yeah. I, I knew and there was, I knew there was a reason it. why I liked you because you had, you had, there's, your head is correct. That's a wave. Because <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I, I think we could pass that. Is I have to like, I have to control it because so you can't just get lost in the in the in the wave, and then Yo. all of a sudden you wake up one morning. You're like, do I really have to eat bread? I could just eat pasta right now. It, exactly, it's no problem. Um, and and those carbs don't be smiling at you back, so. <laughs> That that's one reason why I'm trying to stop eating. You know, I'm trying to watch my weight, but it's, not, Which it's, it's really hard. Which weight are you watching? My weight. Yeah, I know you're laughing right now because you know you're just talking. You're just saying that one just I'm for not, for bands. You know, all of you people. Let me tell you why you people are evil. All of you people that somebody will randomly say I'm watching my weight, and you people will say which weight. To be honest, you people are evil. We are because the ones that are telling you the truth because you're not. No, you're not. Because the person will now start to continue to eat, and in the person's mind, which weight am I losing? People don't think I'm fat until one day the person wakes up fat, and you people will be nowhere to be found. Or you will not. <laughs> when, since when did you add weight? Can you imagine? Ha. You people are the same people that will be the, one, the first people to say, "Why would you add weight?" I know. I know your kind of people. Typically, people I won't say that because. You know, some of us are fat gang, so we are accepting our reality. <laughs> um, you know, it's not people like me. It's not like me now. Out of the two of us on this show, Dio is the one that has to take his shirt off because you know he's six four and he likes to take his shirt off for women because he's a hoe. 
Um, and someone like me, I'm the conservative one because if you don't like me for my brain, um, there's nothing to like. Beggy, you're begging. You're home with me. I'm together. I'm together. Ah, myself, myself, please. Um, but somebody, the whole thing with the concept with the food thing. Somebody said the taste, the comfort, the experience. I just enjoy things in my mouth. Ah, sister. Is this, oh. is this, is this still food you're talking about? She said. Ah, God, is there anything? Okay, cool. So, so you like pasta, but you like to cook, or do you like outsource your your food? Um, it depends on how I'm feeling. Most times when I'm on set, when I'm in Nigeria, I can't because the whole day I'm on set. By the time I get back to the house, I'm tired. So sometimes I don't. But when I'm not on set, if I'm not working the whole week, I find that I I'm cooking a lot. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Now I, I got for okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I also wanted to ask some questions real quick. Um, yeah, you have a degree in uh, information uh, systems management, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, how did you transition? Like, how did you transition into acting? Yeah. Well, okay. I got into uni, and um, that's when I realized I wanted to act. I was already in my first year when I was filling my jam form. I actually filled microbiology in Covenant University. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but it looks really good. The name, just microbiology, just sounded really nice in my head. And I literally did many, many, many more in choosing which I wanted to do. But then when I got into uni, they told me that microbiology class was already full. So I had to do something else. So I tried for computer science and same thing, it was already full. So I had to go to MIS, that's information system management, but we call it MIS. It's the same department as computer science. So mm. I went there instead. And to be very honest, I didn't know anything about the course. Cause I was already I was on I was already I was doing computer science already for like a couple of weeks before I now finally accepted that I was I had to be in information system management. So I had, and then they were doing accounts, or rather we were doing accounts, um, business administration, finance, financial things. And because I did start with them, I was lost. So during the first day, I was, I didn't know what I was going to do until I entered trouble in school because I was talking to a man. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to a man after, so basically roll call is at 10, 10 p.m. And by nine, I was in front of the cafeteria talking to a guy that I had a very serious crush on, a very, very serious crush on, and he was breaking my heart so much. Ah. So I was forming, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was forming a conversation, trying to know what's going on, you know. And then bus five, that's what we used to call it then. I don't know what, what they call it now, but then it was bus five. So bus five now came, that's the council bus. If they carry you, you're either going to suspension, expulsion, or you're going to face SDC. So, and bus five looks yeah. like health center bus, right? <laughs> so, as I, was talking, <laughs> as I was talking to this guy, he was the first person to cite the bus. But then we figured it was health center bus. So, we let it slide. And another bus came, and it was bus five. So, he said, okay, you know what? We'll talk tomorrow. So, I started going. He too. As a matter of fact, he passed in front of the bus. They did not stop him because he was the... Um, deputy vice chancellor's son, so they did not stop him. But me, it was me they decided to stop, so they were like, 
face. You know, and I was walking away because I already knew I was, in, I was in trouble. So I was trying to walk to my hostel. All of a sudden, I heard the bus reverse. And you know, if you reverse and accelerate, it makes a screeching sound, mm-hmm. right? So I, that, that just really scared me. So I started running. And all the boys, because the cafeteria was behind boys' hostel, so all of them already knew was going to the way out, yelling, praising me, because everybody hates bus five. So I was running, and the bus was speeding behind me. Do you know if I had stopped, I'm sure I would have died, because they would have, because we're really speeding behind me. I, d- I didn't even know I could run that fast. And then I ran into the hostel, and I stopped, unknowing to me that they had entered the hostel. And they were guys, students, finally, those boys, if I catch them now, eh? If I see them now, they're dead. <laughs> so they ran into the hostel, and I didn't know. So that's how they grabbed me, and I I got into trouble. So I had to write um, Matthew, Mark, Psalm, and Proverbs. I had to write the whole chapter, or every chapter. I had to write that, and I had to be coming every day for those. I, I'll shout under punishment. What kind of stupid punishment. punishment is that? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Like they're going to show me pepper because I made them chase me. That's what they said. So at the end of my punishment, I had to talk to the student's chairman, and then he asked me. And at that time, I was in my final. I was, you know, I was in um, the last semester, first year. So he asked me what I wanted to do in life, and at that time, it hit me that I didn't know what what I wanted to do because he was like, okay, because I was like, oh, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that I would finish with the first class because that was everybody's dream to enter uni and finish the first class so i finished with the first class and i'll become an information scientist i didn't even know what i was talking about i didn't know what my course the course i was talking about i didn't even know what it was about what i was saying was i'll be an information scientist it didn't make any sense you know and then i was like okay that i'll go for nyc i'll do my master's and then know that you get married and you die so you really don't have any purpose that's what he said you know, and that made me realize that I actually don't know. You know, I feel like that at that point, I felt like my life had to, it had to have like a meaning, you know, something that separates me from another human being. So I started thinking on it and I started asking, okay, no, there was this um, sermon. We had this um, chapel service in school and then the pastor started going on and on. This was in my second year. It's like going on and on about how if you have a talent, you know, you should build on it. Um, you can you can work on your talents, make it a craft, and earn money from it. That way, you're not just loving what you do. You're doing what you love. There's a difference. And then I was like, okay, cool. He was like, it's easier that way. Or sometimes you finish school and you realize you don't have a job. Just find your talents, work on it, turn it into a craft or a skill, and make some make a living out of it so i started asking my friends because then again i didn't know my talents right and some of my friends were like oh um you're dramatic blah 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 do try acting which i didn't think made sense because i knew that my oh i thought that my parents would look down on it so much we they didn't by the way they were very supportive so i was like okay that's that's um it doesn't make any sense so i started praying right and i asked god i was like um how about you show me a hint, you know, of, of my purpose in life or a talent or something that I could do. And I know this may sound weird. I always feel weird whenever I say it sometimes. I started dreaming, right? 
of movies that um, I had never seen before and me acting it. And at that point, I thought, okay, maybe because my friends were putting it in my head, which was a logical explanation as to why I was always dreaming about it. So I went back to God. I, I kept dreaming about it for like the whole week. And every time I wake up, I would have this, this thirst to want to know about the film industry. So I'll go online on Google. I'll Google acting schools. I'll keep reading about acting or acting techniques. I was always on acting that I wasn't even concentrating in class anymore because all I wanted to do was just find out about acting, blah, blah, blah. Everything was about acting. So I went back to God because it was already, it was getting into my studies because then I wasn't concentrating in class, right? So I went back to God. I was like, okay, like, how about you show me another hint, right? If you're the one showing me... And it's not thing, and it's not African magic. <laughs> I know that's why I said you always sound weird, but I am telling you, this is the truth. I was like, if you're the one... Because to see it, it has happened to me a lot of times. I know it has happened to a lot of people that, you know, you ask God for a sign. And God shows you a sign. And then you go back, okay, God, if this is you showing me a sign, show me another sign. And it probably shows you another sign. And you keep going back and forth because you probably don't believe or you're doubting or whatnot. Sorry so, my life. There are a lot. Don't worry. I'm not alone. <laughs> <laughs> I went back to God and I was like, how about you show me another sign? If you're the one that is making me dream about these things because I asked, make it stop. I don't want to dream about it anymore because it's interfering with my studies. And to be honest, I'm not lying, you know, film trick that night i didn't dream about anything the following night i didn't it stopped completely so i had to believe that it came from god but because of the kind of school i was in i couldn't do anything acting until i couldn't do anything acting until i was done with school because if they see me if they find any clip of me outside school acting and if by any chance i'm kissing a guy i'm suspended i'm gone mm. so i didn't do anything yeah and I, for some reasons, I didn't want to join the drama club in school, which was lame. I could have just done that, but I didn't. Although I did a couple of acting things in school. Then afterwards, I finished NYC. And that was when this whole sugar thing happened. So when I went on set, when I did the one line thing for how many, just like maybe 15 minutes, I had this rush that I've never had before. Because I had served, I had done my IP, you know, in the corporate world. It was cool. I was getting paid well. But the rush I got, I didn't, I didn't get it from anywhere. You know, even the time I stopped, I took a break. I did something else. I wasn't feeling that way. Life was good. Though. I was wicked. I was happy. But there was an extra feeling that I could leave for every day. You know, so I figured, you know what, this is it. I would like want to stop and do something else if this that I'm doing makes me feel a particular rush, you know, makes gives me a sense of fulfillment. What was the question you asked me again? I mean, yeah, you, I mean, I was just trying to ask how you got into it. I was, um, okay, I asked yeah, about your degree. True. Oh, yeah, how, like, how you I transitioned into the, um, yeah, that is true. That's how I, sorry for saying the long story. That's why, because I really wanted to do it, it was kind of easy. Mm. Yeah. I, I also read somewhere that um, you plan on uh, integrating Hollywood and Hollywood, uh, um, they, uh, both industry together. But yeah, uh, before you talk about that, um, can you talk about how, how what you think on uh, how Hollywood was before, 
and what it is now? Can you compare what Nelly was before and what it is now? And can you compare what Nollywood is now to current Hollywood? Okay. Uh, quality of production wise, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. So um back then, Nollywood has definitely grown and it has grown into like two groups, basically. Back then it used to be only Asaba movies, right? Only Asaba Asaba. They, then they used to produce like a lot of movies, low quality. It didn't matter, but everybody loved Asaba movies. Asaba movies are still in it's still in existence till today. A lot of people still watch Asaba movies. But now there's the new Nollywood. That's where you see, you know, proper cinema movies with very high quality and a lot of money going into production, you know? So yeah, right now there's new Nollywood and there's Asaba. New Nollywood has proper better quality. And that has made Nollywood grow. But we still have the group of people that watch Asaba movies and love Asaba movies, right? And um, Asaba movies are to... like the olden day style movies. Is that what, is? Is that, what that is? Yeah, it's got, yeah. That, that's the 105 you do more to lane movies. What? The 105 you do more to grab your copy <laughs> now movies. <laughs> Grab your copy yes, grab thing. your copy. Exactly. All those exactly. That those are Asaba movies. <laughs> yeah. Those are Asaba movies. And people they, we still have them. Ho- all those home videos. Yeah. Yes, and it's funny because people movies. still like them, especially people that maybe have been away from Nigeria for a long time, or maybe they've lived here and they don't really have any connection to uh like well, they do have connection, maybe their parents, but that's how they learn the culture that they really just like those yeah about that movie still yeah because new nollywood is trying to be more western yeah. so yeah. it's moving away from the culture which is true it's moving away from the culture do you get but as it's about the culture that's why people still want to watch it a lot and we have a lot of producers um, directors that started from Asaba movies and they're not willing to change or it's a handover to the younger ones. Mm-hmm. So they're still all about the Asaba. They know what's going on. That's why there's still this distinction, this separation in Nollywood with the Asaba. Because people don't want to, they don't want to let go. Mm-hmm. Right? The older, the older ones don't want to let go to the younger ones. They still feel like they know what's up, which is, which is all right. I mean, there's enough space in the sky for everybody to blossom. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. But still, that doesn't mean we can't be better. She get me, and that's why there's a new Nollywood. If you check out new Nollywood, there's the um the sugar, the moms at war. This is it. Um, um, then in Danny TV, all their productions, Ruma has it. Yeah, but Asaba Asaba doesn't have so new Nollywood has the online market as opposed to the street market. Asaba has the street market. That's why. You see New Nollywood, some actors in New Nollywood, they go on the streets and nobody knows no, them per se. Exactly. But the Asaba actors, they go on the street and everybody just goes crazy. Because if you go to, there's in, in Lagos, there's a place, there's Lagos markets. Um, yeah, there's Lagos market. If you go there, they have TVs in their shops. They even have TVs like in a very popular place. And what the, the channel is constantly on Asaba, where they play epic movies. African mm-hmm. Magic Epic, the channel is constantly there. Do you get so that's yeah. what they watch? So they have the street, and again, Lagos is the street that rules Lagos, right? That's why you see them the likes of Olamide, 
in Lego, mm-hmm. they're like the they're like bigger because they have the strip backing them up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. so but people have the strip backing them up. But New Nollywood, we have the online market. Yeah. Can you compare the New Nollywood movies to Hollywood movies? And if so how or and if if um, where do you think is we need to improve to get to the level at which Hollywood movies are? Do you just think it's uh maybe budget wise or is there are there more things that we need to improve in budget wise is the first thing is the that's the seeing but that's the most important thing but i'm afraid because of the way nigeria is right if you give i've to be honest anybody that knows nigeria if you give them money they're going to steal the money right <laughs> that's that's no that's that's the thing the way we were where we come from because in Nigeria, a lot of people don't have that kind of money or they were not raised in that kind of... A couple of people, but most people were not raised in that kind of money. So once they have that kind of money, the first thing is to keep some for themselves and their family. So if... I'm scared that if they get that kind of funding, 30% of it will go to themselves, which is, which is all right. But I think they should do the film first. Let it grow. Let Nollywood keep growing. Then you can start making money off it. But Nigerian mentality is to make money for themselves first before anything else. So yes, we need the budget, but we need to also change our mentality first and foremost. Mm. I mean, let me ask you this. What, what would you say is the biggest misconception that fans of Nollywood have about actual Nollywood? Um, the biggest misconception, hmm, that, well, maybe everything is easy. Mm. Yeah, everything, everything is easy. We're getting it fine and okay. I think, I think that's the biggest, or there's money in Nollywood. But right now, I think people, some certain people are making money off Nollywood. If you know how to make money off Nollywood, you will make money off Nollywood. Mm. if you know how to yeah okay that makes sense i think i think because you have people who like people consumers of the industry that are like oh you know why can't they just do this thing why do why does everybody do like why are they using that person or or this or that like it's just like it almost feels like I mean, outside of anything, you you make assumptions. It's like it's like men watching sports, right? Or watching your favorite yeah. soccer team. And you're like, wow, pass the ball there now. Ah, this guy doesn't even know how to do this. And it's like, are you there yeah. playing it yourself? Or you don't know how, you know how hard it is or whatever. Um, exactly. Would you say like you know a lot of a lot of people that are in in like various industries or entertainment, for example, always talk about how there's a separation between their real life and like their kind of like career life. Would you say you've had like friends or you've met people in the industry that have like crossed over into like your actual life as like in our in our friends outside of like sets and movies and stuff like that? Come again, sorry. Or do you feel like you just still have your real ones that are like you know how like, people are like oh you know like some uh, artists for example would be like no I don't have any friends in the industry like everybody's like yeah you know work work but like do you have like. Do you, have you been able to make that crossover? Have you met people that you've been able to like transition from like strictly? Yeah. Yes, definitely. I don't think it's possible to not have friends in the industry because I mean, I mean, you get to be on set for like three weeks, one month with the same set of people. Sometimes, yes, you meet people that you don't 
naturally flow with but you have to work with them doesn't mean you guys will definitely be friends but there's some people that you will meet and you guys are really cool i have friends in the industry that have become not friends in industry but friends in real life Mm. okay that's fair i mean who would you say is like your closest friend in the industry um pearl Uh, pearl okori i Mm. think she's my yeah because we got to play sisters for a very long since February till this year, February till last month, no, um, September. That was last month, yeah, yeah. So we got to play sisters every day from February to September. Got it. I mean, that's 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 a long time to be with someone, especially if you like the person. Yeah. You start to bond and. Exactly. and um stuff like that um so let's talk about let's talk about your work a little bit now in terms of like your this year for example like moms at war i want i can't wait to see it um i particularly can't wait to see it and i think it's funny you talked about the story of how you got into acting right because i think in that movie they sold you as a 15 year old more yeah. than like like you looked like that's how you should have looked to your that audition that you were talking about um, right <laughs> but how was that? How was that movie? How was the you know the work and like working with Funke Akidele for um and the team that you work with? Like, I know there's some people that you worked with on in the movie that were on, in Sugar as well. Um, yeah. so talk about that for example. Like how was how was Moms at War for you? Like what what did you enjoy about the movie and working with the team? Okay, so um, shooting Moms at War first and foremost was very tough for me because I was on another project. And that was the first time I had had to be in two places at the same time. So I didn't know at that time, I didn't know how to shuffle between jobs because I was already on one job. So there were times where I was supposed to be on both sets on the same day. And one was on the island and one was on the mainland. Wow. And you know how traffic in Lagos was. Yeah. So it was it was tough. It was really tough. And very, I was most of the time I was very tired on set. But other than that, I was excited to work with Auntie Funke because, you know, she's like a superstar. And I knew where the movie was going to go to because it's film one distribution and it's ink blood. So I knew that the movie was going to be good. So I, I was excited. And then um, Abayomi, who played my brother on Sugar, was supposed to be my love interest, <laughs> which was very <laughs> weird because he was my baby brother on Sugar. So... Before we started acting, we spoke about it. I was like, yes, it's gonna, it's awkward. It's a little bit awkward for me. But then again, it's acting. Everything is acting. Do you get me? Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Mrs. Omoni, she was very nice. She was a director. She was my mom. She was a superwoman on that set. I learned a lot from working and staying close to her. Because she was in charge, right? She was a producer. She was a director. She was acting. Wow. And every time I would see how she would handle things. There was this scene that we were shooting in the school where this guy came and he was drunk and was trying to cause a scene there. You know, and was trying to like bully because the person in charge is a woman. So he was trying to bully everyone on that set. And all she did was like she got up with so much power and the man just kept quiet. She didn't even have to say much. <laughs> no, and I was I was by her side when she had to answer phone calls. Maybe 
she's trying to shoot this scene. She's trying to act in this scene, also directing this scene. Now someone calls to tell her, oh, we're having car issues, and then she has to call someone. The way she was handling everything was always, she wasn't panicking. Mm. The normal me, the way I am, I panic a lot. I do any little thing, I have gone. I'm, <laughs> I, I literally feel like I'm going to pass out, you know. But I, I learned a lot on that set. I felt great working on that set, you know, even though I was tired. So there was this, <laughs> there was this time I had to take bike or kada from Lekki to Maryland. What? One, I, I'm, I kid you not. I did that. I did that. At first, I was even ashamed of myself, right? That was one problem because I was like, people are going to see me. There was no helmet, so people were going to see my face. So Lord, yeah. I had a picture of trying to hide my face so, you know, people don't don't uh, make a video and form your slay mama. You know how Instagram people are? <laughs> your slay or, you know, your, w, your WCW on Okada. They will not try to understand that somebody is probably trying to beat time or mm. whatnot, they are the first they say that she doesn't have money, she just comes on Instagram to come and sleep. So I was having issues with that and I was also scared for my life. Cause I had to be because I was done <laughs> from the set. I was done from so we shot Moms of War. This was one day. We shot um from ten AM today and we didn't shoot we didn't finish shooting until seven AM the next morning. We didn't sleep at all. So it wasn't wow. like we took a break in between. Yeah. It wasn't like it took a break in between from 10 a.m. straight to 7 a.m. And I had to be in on mainland on my other set at 7 a.m. Right. It was it was impossible. So I called my Uber because we finished on that set around 705 or something like that. After I'd cried. Because I just started the other production and I was on contract with them. So I knew they were gonna send me query and probably take out of my salary for the month. So I cried on mom's I was said, then Mr. Money was like, okay, let her go. I'd, called, I'd already called my Uber. He was waiting outside. And I got outside and he was like, oh, you're going to the mainland. I'm sorry, I cannot go. I was so pissed. I was like, why would you make me wait for you? And you tell me you're not going to the mainland. So I had to cancel. And then someone was like, okay, just take a bike. You know, it's safe. It's not that bad. Even though I knew it was not safe. But I just <laughs> had to be on the mainland in like max. Because so I'd already called them and told them I was close by. Or rather, they'd called me and I told them I was close by. So I took a bike straight from Lecky to Maryland. For context, for context for people that don't know, Lecky to Maryland is about give or take seventeen miles. So <laughs> for those of you that are like in like <laughs> you know in diaspora, for example, like just think about like that in Lagos, um, yeah, and what that's like, like. Props to you. See, that's what I was talking about. Like the behind the scenes stuff, and like moms at work is like from people that I've watched and like it's a, it's a great production um it's a great story it's a great movie um and it gets you thinking like again like what I was saying earlier how people don't get to see the hustle and like they don't get to see the grind behind mm-hmm. it like yeah. to get to where you have to get to but that's 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 big um okay so cool we're going to we're going to take a break and then when we come back we're shifting gears we're going to talk maybe get a little bit more personal um since I've been giving you the, I'm giving you the, uh, a, a nice version of ourselves on this show. Um, okay, good. But, <laughs> but yeah, you have started to make me panic. I told you I panicked a lot. See, don't worry. Just see, we got you. We got you. Okay, there's not nothing's going to happen to you. I'm, I can't. <clears throat> I'm not. I can't confirm that. But um, but yeah, like we are going. Oh, that. 
I think yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take a break. When we come back, I will announce the winners of um Bukola will help us announce the winners of our um giveaway today. Um so sit tight, don't go nowhere. It's the rant show, it's Kitty Lounge Radio, it's your life, it's your music. You're listening to the rants on Giddy Lounge. This is You're listening to the rants on Giddy Lounge Radio with my son, the Wordsmith. Keep it locked. Mommy Ranta says so. I'll be in the court with Nansa Mardi But have you got my number? Dial me if you wanna come run If you wanna stay, you can stay too If you wanna play, we can play too SK level with swag Take a buzz, you know the gang Ten those tickets never lack Hell yeah, we came to the back yeah. And I got too much girlies on me No strip like a me. Get it better when I bump Yeah, you already know I'm a beast I'll be your DJ. Let me go play for you. 
Now you they make me ginger my swag I turn up the club well, well. I be your DJ I'm a, I'm a, I go add extra again Now you they make me ginger my swag I turn up the club yeah. well, well. Uh, Baby your skin melody Fly carpet allergy Dap, baby my soon ya G My chain the light up a low G Yeah, oh ya G, oh my soon And they see everything I do Now my concept that they use With their long neck that they look hey. If I could run away And I don't run with you Far away Where money day I be your DJ Now me go play for you Now you they make me ginger my swag I turn up the club well well song of that we are let me know you do like like let it be the intro of your of your of this show no that's no that's 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 not good <laughs> i don't want to lose audience uh <laughs> <laughs> they have um i think they already like the ones that how i start the show now do you guys like the way i start you know that the th- some of the things that i say on this show are some of the things that are on our like our merchandise, like the shirts and the hoodies, and people yeah, actually. Yeah, that. That's actually really nice, bro. People, you know, people like actually. People are buying it. That's so. I'm just yeah. so proud. I'm proud of you. Guys. Actually, what, I was gonna <laughs> ask, how do you know when to start doing merchandise, man? How do I know when? Yeah. When you when people want to buy it. <laughs> just... Did you like try advertise, or did you like make one the time? I or... just. 
honestly, this is like really, this is like giving uh, business secrets out on live radio. But honestly, That's it was, it was um, you get a you get you start to get a pulse, right? Like last year, I took some stuff to Nigeria. Some of them I gave out yes. to people, um, and some of it I sold. And then I don't have to. I don't know if I ever told you about the. There was an experience that I went to. I went to the Eat Drink Festival. Um, and I remember just walking around and I wasn't even wearing anything, the rants or whatever, but people were like, Oh my God, like, I know you, you're the rants guy, you know, that are, and like, just like the, like realizing that people knew my face, but it didn't even like have something that represented what we, what we were. I was like, yeah. this might be like a good pulse. And then the first batch that we did, we did hoodies. Um, and I actually did them last year and sold out all of the ones that I had and the ones that didn't sell was probably because like people didn't like the color cause it wasn't like a popular color or something. Um, and then this time around it was like, even on Saturday when I went to my friend's proposal thing after, after the party, like people were just like, Hey, I was wearing one of the shirts and people were like, Oh, where are the rest of them? And like, they just went to the back of my mm-hmm. trunk and like started picking them out and like paying me for it. Um, so it was like, it was pretty cool. And I think I, other thing was like, it depends on how you want to do it. Um, to answer your question, that so it's like you can do it to like for more promotion of like, oh, we yeah. we want people want our like this thing to be more out there, so we're going to print it. I'm going to start wearing it. People will start wearing it. It'll look nice. Um, or like to meet a need, like people would, like start asking you for it. So you just have to create it and give it to them. It's, it goes both ways. But I, I would say that even if you're not going to like make a profit off of it, which sometimes you don't. Just knowing that you sell at least enough to make your money back is like <laughs> is a good starting point. So. Yeah. Because you don't want to go broke trying to promote. That ain't, that ain't the way to go. Um, but welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're still with the Rants Show. Um, because I still here with us. Dio is there over there being cool, and um, you know I'm over here. Um, Dio, do you want to shout out podcast gang? Shout out podcast gang. Shout out everybody to the. <laughs> podcast when it drops appreciate y'all and shout out to people that keep listening and please keep commenting or give us send us comments feedback after you listen to the episode tell us what you think and send us messages and whatnot yeah we appreciate y'all thank you i think i think i'm actually gonna so we're about to give out we're about to announce the winners for um the giveaway via Instagram, but that just gave me a good thought. And I think we're going to do another one for podcast gang. So for those of you that are listening to this show today, now Tuesday, um, because I know this is going to drop on SoundCloud on iTunes. Um, so those of you that are listening to it, as soon as you hear this particular section of the show, come on, um, on, What's a good way to, to even like figure out how to do it? Screenshot where you're listening from, tag the rant show, and we will pick a winner and give you guys something as well. Because I feel like podcast gang, because you guys are like listening at work, especially people in Nigeria, like they listen like on Tuesday and like they never get anything that we give on like the live show. So we got to give them something as well. Yeah. So podcast gang, I got you. That 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 is doing it for the for the for the podcast peoples. Um, all right, so do you want to go ahead and read out the person that is our winner today that we have selected? Okay, 
I'm going to I'm creating my own. So the win- wait, the winner of what? <laughs> wait, wait, chill. I just like wait, how, I just like how no, hyped. Wait, how is the intro supposed to be? I don't know how to. Do whatever. Do whatever. Do whatever intro you want. Okay, so the winner right. for our the launch of our new line clothing line is. Okay, 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 okay. Fine, thank you. All right, people. <laughs> the winner of our new clothing line, right? Yeah, that works. The winner of our new clothing line, dun dun dun, <laughs> goes to <laughs> at Genius World Twenty Seven. Woohoo! I tell what I will. I tell what I will. All right, so Genius World Twenty Seven, please. Um, Reach out to us via um, Instagram, send us a DM, and um, pick one of your friends that you sent, uh, that you tagged to um, win the same thing that you get, and two other people to win two T-shirts as well. So we'll have all four of you guys looking out, you know, looking good, looking out in style and stuff. So send us a DM um, mm-hmm. as soon as you get this, and um, we'll get you, we'll get you looking fly. Um, thanks, Bukar. So, I, let's let's now let's leave let's let's talk about you in Lagos, right? You are you are in movies. You know you're a you're a woman who's like you know on your hustle on your grind. You're making your own way. You're doing the things you love. You can cook, like you said earlier. How is life as a woman in Lagos? Are you single, dating, waiting, praying? <laughs> I I'm in a relationship. So, so, so you don't have to go through the the regular Lagos stress. You know, th- let's clarify something, Dio. Yeah. Do you notice something? Because the first person, I think you're the first person on this show ever, like the first guest we have ever had that we have asked yeah. that question that has said, without hesitation, that I'm in a relationship. So shout out to your mans. That's because he's right beside me. I couldn't have hesitated. <laughs> there is no way I could have hesitated. He, when you asked that question, he literally looked at me waiting for my answer. So I had to say it fast. <laughs> oh, God. Um, because like everybody else is like, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm seeing, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I was just like, dude, answer the question. Okay, so that, that, that like changes. Now nah, I'm, uh, um, uh, see, uh, there's, a, there's a level of there's a level of evil inside me because, like, Loki, my my heart just got really excited because now I want to put you on the spot even more. Oh uh, God! Now, now that I know that he's right next to you, um, okay. So let's talk about. So how did you guys meet? Um, I met him on a set. He his friends. I randomly went for audition and. His friends were the ones producing the show, so he came on as a character. He was supposed he was supposed to play my husband on the show, so that's how we met. <laughs> that's so, that's so cute. <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. So, what would you say is your love language? 
And don't say food. But I was gonna say food. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say food. <laughs> I was about to say food. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I can't say food. Nope. Is this is this written? <laughs> no. Is this written anything? No, it was rated R. All kinds of R. Okay, maybe sex. I've died. <laughs> I've, I've, you know, I appreciate, I appreciate your realness, because people like to form. People come on here and be talking about like quality time and stuff like that. They're lying. It's like all the people that are saying it's quality time is lie. Is actually the quality time is because they want to use that quality time to do things. That that's the thing that I tell you. Um. <laughs> Okay, okay. I, I I appreciate see, please, anybody that wants to ask me now, what's my love language? That's my love language too. So <laughs> if you are <laughs> nah, why one are you making noises, please? It's one time now, I'm the one that is a hoe. It's not I'm following your 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 <laughs> your your <lead. laughs> see, yeah, now you're trying to defend yourself. Right. Can I not like good thing? <laughs> no, answer the question. I want to ask like I want to ask like Gustis. Um. Okay. So, what would you say is like? I know you're 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 a great actress, but what would you say is a talent that you wish you had? Singing. What is it you do in this singing business? I really do know. I wish I could sing so much. I wish I could sing. Ah, Kai, you will not rest in this life. <laughs> I'm telling the truth. I think that's why God even knew. That's why it's like, if I give this one a good voice, nobody will rest. You'll be too proud. But yeah, I wish I could sing. <laughs> I thought you would say something like, you know, I wish I could. I don't know. What? I don't, play drums. I don't know. Some random thing. No, like, sing. I, do you know? I'm serious. Apart from singing, I wish I, I had this. You know, there's some people that are just naturally business people, mm. right? Like, they know how to, they're very diplomatic. They know how to just get things, get people to believe in what they, apart from having to train in that, there's some people that can just do it naturally. They have it, like, that's their talent. Okay. Right? I, I wish I had that. So, let me ask you this now. If you, so, you, if you had, if you could say, that you wish that you had someone like okay, let me change that question. If you had to to let us know, what what who would you say is your biggest influence when it comes to music, on who you are? On who I am, see me. You are, you, are you guys friends? Because if, no, if you're not friends, you need to, not. we need to start facilitating this process. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, I love her. She doesn't just sing for entertainment. If you listen to all her songs, mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. always a message behind it. She's always passing a message, always. And she's real. She doesn't form. She doesn't try to belong. I don't think she does anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's... Her songs just, they're very motivational. They're very, very... There's one of her songs that says, um, um, no matter the pressure, be yourself. The whole song is about just being yourself. You don't have to pretend. Two-Face even jumped on that. She has a remix with that. Um, with two faces. There's another one about how um um how someone 
um, taught her to be kind to people. Um, I think the name of the song is Remind Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and on the second verse, she was saying how um, her daughter said she's hungry and she gave her food. A stranger came, asked for money. She asked, who are you? You know, someone said, I hate you. She said, I hate you too. That kind of thing. Um, she forgot she forgot how to love and even when she forgot how to love she forgot how to try you know her songs just mean so much it's motivational it makes you want to be a better person that's why i love her yeah, but I'm, I'm, i just so i i've just decided i'm listening to to you know see me tonight thank you very you much should have since you have... listen and listen to, like listen to the song and actually listen to what she's saying she's very very motivational since I've decided to help her sell the album again, <laughs> as per the album, as if the I album know she listens know. to this, uh, so she, you know, she's like, ah, who is this girl talking? And you know, you know, in Sugar, right? I had to perform one of her songs. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, my voice is not that great, so it wasn't super. But I had to, per- and I was happy I had to perform one of her songs in Sugar. Wait, you guys actually performed it live? Like you guys didn't just play the sound I, over it? I wasn't. I wasn't supposed to sing. I was just supposed to be, you know, you know, be sinking to it. But the director, for some reason, said, "Yeah, because I sing, stop the music because I sing it." I'm like, "What? Please, can you know?" And there were every extras were there. There were a lot of people there, so everybody was looking at me. So the the fear, the nervousness just got to my voice. Was now shaking. Now nah, it was it wasn't a great day. <laughs> so before I ask you the next question, I have somebody just sent us a question, and they said. Is your boyfriend going to play your husband in real life? Ah. <laughs> Questions wow. I need to answer. Wow. I, I can see this person as Ninja. I see you. I see you. <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. I, I swear I know that you just turned and looked at him right now. <laughs> ah! <laughs> They didn't know there are some human beings that are blessed because sometimes you don't know the situation of things. You don't know if I've been asking him indirectly how far or I've given him a four-month ultimatum to propose. This person has said it's right, so now you can hear. So it's usually a good thing. You never know when you're a blessing or a curse to somebody. So if we... Just be sure I know that all I can say is this. Whenever people want to get married... um. I'm not great at a lot of things in life. And, you know, I work very hard um, to just be better and better and better every day. But one place that I know that I excel is when I put on an Agbada, I'm awesome. So, if you need <laughs> wedding guests, just wow. just feed me. I would day. I am just... I See, see how you're inviting yourself. I'm not, I'm not carrying last. Any day I put Agbada on, everybody can testify. So, just... If you don't want people to look good in the pictures, I'm I'm just especially side profile with the full beard. Ah, I'm there. I'm ready. Just just make sure it's in December or is when I'm going. Not the one that you can't do it in like you know middle of August because I don't know what people are doing in that time. Um, all right. So we're gonna play a game. Um, we're gonna play a game and we want to find out how Nigerian you are. Hey, are you ready? God. Okay. 
Don't doubt. Don't doubt yourself. You got this. I'm panicking now. You, you got... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, it's going to be quick fire. You have to answer very quickly, okay? Okay. Okay. All right. So, jollof rice or pounded yam? Jollof rice. Oh, no way. What? <laughs> okay. I'll come back to that. Pounded yam or amala? Pounded yam. Ogbono ila? Ila. <laughs> Island or mainland? Island. What, wait, what does you have said before? What does... Right. What does exactly. what does, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about that in my head. I was like, what does you have said? Um, okay. Yemi Alade or Simi? I already know the answer to this question. Simi, what? That, was, that one was a layup. Um, Alright, so his place or your place? His place. Oh, God. I have to... <laughs> think about these questions please dark or light liquor nope 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 dark or light liquor what a way to uh light um would you rather double text or block the number B- double text uh-huh. would you rather send like if they send a message and you didn't reply would you send it would you send another message or would you just say block them i i won't block i just won't answer <laughs> but this um <laughs> Would you rather cook or be cooked for? Be cooked for. Who <laughs> <laughs> doesn't like that? Uh, some, some people are control freaks. Um, Twitter or Facebook? What? Twitter or Facebook? Twitter. Snapchat or Instagram? Instagram. Window or ILC? Uh, window. Only psychopaths like Window. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, all right. What's your favorite color? Uh, white, black. No, those are not colors. Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Dio, is white a color? Isn't black, is white a color? <laughs> I said one day and I was bashed for that. That white and black isn't a color, so I've tried. To oh, white and black that. together. What? White and black together. Not. It's not a color. White and black together is not a color. Yeah, it's like that's two colors. No, like white itself is not a color. Black itself is not a color. Oh, 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 oh. That's, oh. that's why I was dragged for, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, that's... that's that kind of sense, though. I mean, I've tried to find the sense in that. It does make sense. Cause, but I don't know. Because they're, they're not colors. Because colors imply that they have, like, elements of a different pigment in them. But... Yeah, right. This White is a color, big. Black is a color. Thank you. <laughs> so you enter the gate of heaven and then realize it's a color. Um, okay, so that's, so have you ever gone through a partner's phone before? Yes. Have you ever begged a partner to stay with you before? Not beg. <laughs> you, know, you know you like to cry, so you probably just cried. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever? Could you ever imagine yourself proposing to a man? No, ah. I'm too proud for that. Has for arrogance. <laughs> Ishe. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so whiskey or Davido? Oh, that's hard. That is so hard. Um, whiskey. I think. Really? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> both of them. Ebenezer Obey or King Sonia Day? I never really. I don't know. I don't. I think. I feel like. 
Man, that's that's an interesting one. What will people select? King Sonia idea Ebenezer. I'm interested. Um, use the hashtag. Let me let us know. Cause I don't I don't I'm, know what I'm, I'm rock the window, babe. Cause I like that okay. one song. That's one the kete kete song. Okay, can you like say one one popular song of each of them? Jesus is I Lord. Really, I really, I know, I know. Ah, yeah, yeah, I know that song. King Sonia Day. King Sonia Day. Yeah. There's this one wedding song that was really popular. I can't remember the name of the wedding song. Uh, I mean, there are plenty, but um, um, but Ebenezer Abe is I, I mean, Abe is like very connected to Simi. I must go Londa Moeda. So Ebenezer Abe. <laughs> because of Simi, just like default. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that one. Um, if you could move to anywhere in the world right now, where would you go? UK, I think. You're stuck on an island. You only have one person to be with you that is not your boyfriend. Um, and two items. What would those two items be and who would you be stuck with? My sister, food, and water. No shit. Of course you want to stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> so you have decided, Sha, because you could have just you could have just said you have said water and made sure you had phone to get off the island. But she's like you want to die on the island. So it's okay that you can just stay like that. Um all right, cool. Thank you for playing. Um see I didn't put you on the spot. I didn't give you anything that was no, too hard. Not. I, I like I, I I skipped through some things. Cause why don't skip through? I'm having fun. ah okay. <laughs> let me let me. Die, are you ready? Just ask me one. Actually, I want to play again. Actually, play. you know what? Let, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to come right back to you. But I want to like I've never actually put Dio through this ringer before, so I want I want to try to go, right, so I, I want to go at Dio. Anyway. All right, Dio. Since you have been the whole this past weekend, let me start with you. Um, her place or your place? My place. Would you rather have her cook or you cook? Would I rather have what? Would you rather have her cook or you cook? Her cook. Would you rather go down on her first or her on you first? Go down her first. I oh, okay. oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I won't give it to you. <laughs> 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 that threw me off because I wanted to have something else. Right I, was, I thought you were going to say something else. Um, <laughs> that would be... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, come on, <laughs> I swear I was hoping you would have answered that first you know, question. You know, my, my layup was waiting right after. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, have you ever been a side nigga? No. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. Let me What do you mean you don't know? I don't know if I've been a side nigga or not. I've not dated anybody that has a boyfriend that I know of. Did they tell you that they have a boyfriend? That's what I'm saying, so I don't know. Okay. I mean that's that sounds no, I feel like you I feel like you would know. I just ignore. But it's okay. Maybe yeah. it's just, maybe it's just me. <laughs> maybe it's just, maybe it's just me. Alright, if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go? Um if I could travel anywhere. Mm. Somewhere in Europe. I don't I don't I, I don't know. I don't know where per se. I just say some Europe. That's all I can say because I feel like everywhere else is kind of boring or it's kind of played out. If it's America, what have you been to Southeast Asia? What do you mean? Okay, Southeast Asia. Okay, there that 
that's kind of extreme. I feel like that's a lot. I don't, that's too much for me to do that right now. Maybe eventually I will do that, but I've never thought about going to South to Asia. All right, so, I'm I'm switching this question over to Bukola right now. Bukola, are you ready? Yeah. Would you be? Would you rather be liquor drunk or wine drunk? Wine drunk. Could you be with a man that doesn't give head? No. Do you give head? Yes. I'm so proud. Because <laughs> were you were you on this on the last episode where we talked about this and somebody said that they, they, you remember that that conversation? I think it was Tolani that said that she doesn't. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, I said, I also said, uh, I think head is overrated. Well, ah, get log off, log off, log off, <laughs> log off. Why are you selling? This is how you always misconf- you confuse people, and then people, you know, we get in trouble. Um, okay, so if you could, if you woke up one day, and you couldn't have your phone for the entirety of the day. Or you couldn't have your voice for the whole day. Which would you rather pick? Me? Are you asking me? Yeah. Him? You. Oh, me. Uh, I would rather have my voice than not have my phone. Of course, you're famous. That's what you're going to say. Like. Thank- oh, wait. Why Why do you think I'm saying that? I mean, because people are probably bugging you. And your phone's probably buzzing. And you're just like, mm. one day without having to deal with this would be nice. True. <laughs> For me, it's actually social media. I'll be happy to just have a reason to not be on social media. Interesting. So, yeah. would you rather win an Oscar or have a day dedicated to you in Nigeria? A day dedicated... Oh. In Nigeria. I like how your, your initial thought is coming out. The first, <laughs> as you open your eyes, <laughs> asking the question. <laughs> what I truly think is just the first thing that comes out. <laughs> so, you said you'd rather have a day dedicated to you? No, Oscar. Why? If it was in another country that would have a day dedicated to me, then maybe I would appreciate it more. But for Oscar, I care about it because he has something to do with my career, which I love so much, which means so much to me. So, yes, I'd rather have an Oscar because that having an Oscar is just means people acknowledge your work. And acknowledge your talent and how good you are. So it means so much more to me. Okay. I I mean I I think nobody just wants anything that comes from Nigeria in that regard. Cause no, I do, <laughs> I do. Please, <laughs> I'm patriotic. <laughs> I love my country. Okay. I mean, I'll give you that because you know I I I actually think it's funny because I think if you asked me that question, I probably would have picked the Oscar. Because I feel like the way Nigeria is set up, you might even get the day off by you winning the Oscar if you play exactly. your cards right. Because exactly. Because then they'll be like, ah, this one is so big. I mean, I, I, you can see what happens with Jumbo. Right. You can see what happens with people like Jumbo Yoga when they come back to Nigeria and how everybody exactly. is like. Exactly. So, I feel it. I, I'll give you that one. That's a, that's, a, that's a... You can literally get a day off in Nigeria without even doing anything. Without it even meaning anything, they can just give it to you if you know how to play your cards right. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily mean you did something great. I feel it. Would you rather be rich or have a boring life but have with with the love of your life? Would I rather be what? Rich and single or have 
a boring life with the love of your life. Why would you do that? Why would you ask me this question right now? That's even my last <laughs> question too, because I don't have to play my cards right. <laughs> boring. Ah, no, you <laughs> lie, you headass. You so lied. <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to be broken in this life. It's like, I love no, myself. Wait, I love no, myself on my bank no, account. Joe, I'm joking, Joe. See, life with, life with my partner can't be boring, so it's impossible. Ah! Dad, do you have money? Do you hear that kind of answer? Do you, do you, do you? Yeah, I need, I, I, need to, I, need, I need to get in your book and take some notes from you, man. That some, that, that's bars right there. <laughs> if I send that to if, if I send that to a babe now, just be like life yeah, with you, yeah. life with you can't be boring. With you, with you by my side, Oshie, our <laughs> comedian, life can't be boring. You oh, dead? Straight twelve pants. <laughs> <laughs> if I said that one, they said that they said that is is only hoes that say stuff like that. You know. Ah, uh, there go. Ah. Uh, <laughs> All right, because so what, what should we what should we? I know you, you get this question probably quite a bit, but you've done a, a decent amount of stuff this year. Um, what should we be expecting from you with the year closing out? Um, yeah, more things. I've done a couple more productions that are not out yet, but we shot like early in the year. So if they don't come out before the end of the year, they should come out first thing next year. But for the rest of the year, I'm just going to be doing more productions to come out next year. I already have a couple lined up. So, What would you say is your favorite thing about Nigeria in December? <laughs> the turn up. <laughs> like, Nigeria is the place to be in. You shouldn't be in any other country. I don't understand how some people travel out of Nigeria in December. Some people, I don't even understand if you leave Lagos to go to another state like the East or go somewhere else in December because everything happens in Lagos. And it's their events, their parties, barbecue parties, um, boat cruises, everything you can think of is in the state. It's like, at least, it's like at least all the things that happen when you're a cool person and you're friends because... Yes, nah. <laughs> no, wait, you. If you don't have friends and... Yeah, yeah, a boring person, you most likely be in the east with your family. Yeah. Or, or your hometown or something like that. Or in Abuja where nothing happens in December. Abuja people are, are quite they're quite boring. They're like Yeah, and most of the time in Abuja most people travel out to their hometown. So Abuja is usually scanty. So nothing goes on there. I feel it. Um, well, I only asked the question because I wanted to tension dial because he's not going to Nigeria. <laughs> oh, what a shame. That, that must really suck, right? That must be yeah. anything bad about that. Yo, I really, I really hate you. I just know that it's going to be such a great time with all the people that I love so much. I get to see my father, <laughs> my mother, and um, my friends, and there's a lot of you know, yeah. someone like me, like me, I'm a, I always say this. There's going to be a lot of... All I do is drinking there because me, I'm a virgin. And like, yeah, you know... Right. I, I better work by me. Why are you doubting that I'm... Didn't you just say I, that your love language is sex? Didn't you just... You said it on this show literally less than 30 minutes ago. Do you, do you have the recording? Do you have evidence yes, of it? Yes, yes. Where is it? Where is the recording? Come on, show it. I, I will play it after. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, it should be a great time. Um, but because I thank you so much for hanging out with us today. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Um, Dai, were you going to say something? No. Oh, you you had that your your customary. I was about to it was to drop some gems. Um, but yeah. Um, so to our the person that won um the stuff today, please DM us. Um, and also to podcast gang. Um, whoever is listening to this tomorrow, that is you know going to get to us first. Go ahead and send us a DM um and on twitter and we will get back to you as quickly as possible um for those of you that are just kind of like i think the the thing i wanted to i want because i was kind of leave you guys with is i think is i've actually been inspired by just like you talking about your journey so far but if you are, if you have people who are listening today that were thinking about you know continuing to grind in their field like what, what would you like to leave them with um, just as long as you believe in God, as long as you believe in yourself and you believe in what you're doing, nothing else matters. Cause you see a lot of people trying to discourage you, even what you're doing. Cause you need so much, a lot of patience in this industry and you might get discouraged by yourself. But as long as you believe in yourself, you believe in God and what you're doing, just keep at it. One day, definitely it will show forth. So Yeah. So deep, so so so, <laughs> so gem like, you know, like I started the show with. You just need to put that. That we need to crop that and put it on a little post and post it on Instagram story. So because it's be inspirational. Um, but thank you so much again. It's been a pleasure. Um, I got, I was actually really really excited for this show, and I'm I'm pretty sure people had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Um, I did. So you know, and feel free to stop by whenever you you know in the neck of the woods. If you're in the Frisco area, hit us up studio wise. If you're in the states, let us know. Say hello. Oh, that rhymed. Hey Definitely. God. Hey God. See my rap skills are coming. Oh Jesus. Um, a couple of announcements that I wanted to leave you guys with. Um, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Please, um, uh, for ladies, you know, check. And I, I know this is always like. An interesting topic to have and i wanted to sort of put a different spin to it this year um but please you know check for lumps check for you know inconsistencies things are different um get your mammograms um you know if you need free resources and stuff like that please let us know we're always communicating that stuff to you every october um but it should be a life thing every day of you know the day every day of life every day of the week every day of the month um make sure you just stay on top of your health um the other thing i wanted to announce is with the line we have a specific limited edition pink um crew neck sweater that we created for breast cancer awareness um month so if you would like it if you'd like to buy it if you'd like to donate towards it please go ahead and hit us up as well um with november comes a lot especially in the states this thanksgiving um and this year we're doing what we've done for the last two years which is the thankful episode where people get to send in voice notes um or like write-ups about things that they're thankful for um you know in their lives and over the course of the year and i'm announcing it this early because i want people to start preparing if you want to send yours in early go ahead and do so but i don't want a situation where like last year we had almost 50 entries and we couldn't play everybody 
on the sh- live show and people some people got upset so just want to make sure that i get everybody in as quickly as possible the only other reason is we need to edit them so it's important that you get them to us as quickly as possible so we can make sure everything works nicely um so go ahead and send that over um before the next episode it would have been the best birthday of one of my coolest friends i craig's birthday is on sunday i think um so you know shout out to you happy birthday love um and also um a big shout out to dio who got married on saturday antonia um sad i wasn't able to be in nigeria for the wedding but we love you we are <laughs> appreciate you <laughs> but um you know we're, we're happy for your union and um we hope that you know more of it will come that being said loading Halima and Deshokwa's wedding is in December. For those of you that are going to be in Lagos, you're not invited. I'm invited. You're not. I'll be there. I'll be on Instagram live. I'll record it. I'll make sure you can't watch it from your houses. <laughs> but, um, no, but just joking. Um, yeah, just, you know, so, you know, celebrating you guys, celebrating love, celebrating all good things. Um, but I also just wanted to leave you guys with what I say every week. Your health and your mental health is the most important kind of care so self-care is the best kind of care so make sure you take care of yourself make sure you have a pulse on how you're feeling how you're doing um don't be afraid to ask for help don't be afraid to lean on the people around you um and don't be afraid to just say hey i I just don't feel like doing this right now i don't feel like adulting i don't you know at least bills still need to be paid but take care of yourself and take care of your mental health um and stuff like that so oh if you wanted to shop the merch the website is in it's going to be tweeted out by the rant show right now it's also going to be in our bio before the end of this show so make sure you go to the website and place your orders in for anyone that's ordered right now yesterday and today i please i promise they will get out to you as quickly as possible um just give us some time because we're dealing with high volume um but yeah it's been it's been a pleasure like it always is every monday because you guys are the coolest people to hang out with and i had the coolest co-host today and the coolest guest on the show you know who kept it real and kept it 100 so you know what i'm gonna go do now is gonna go order myself some pasta because she put it in my head and hey, i'm going to be I listening think about to the idea behind it i'm not thinking about no goddamn idea because <laughs> it's, it's not because of the purpose of food um but no like you know it's yeah i'll, I'll try to get into the idea idea business um but yeah, like you know, you guys have a great rest of the week. Um, Dio always does his best to shout out podcast gang, and Bukala is gonna enjoy the rest of her trip before she goes back to Nigeria, and it's all gonna be pleasant, fun, butterflies, unicorns, and roses because life is just awesome, and you just need to be better than Nicki Minaj and Cardi B who are fighting each other right now. Um, <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. We appreciate you. Thank you guys for being here. And from myself. Thank you for having me. And the rest of the team. Good night and God bless. Good night. Oh, let me leave you guys with something. I'm going to leave you guys with the song of the week. Um, what is our song of the week? Our song of the week is For You by DJ E. Cool featuring Davido and Peruzzi. Uh, make sure you listen, download, subscribe, all that good stuff. And um, till next time. Saran Show, Skid Lounge Radio. Good night. Peace, y'all. She said she wants sucker, sucker, mm. sucker, dear. Coming, coming, coming. Let's go. 